If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It is our number two on a Monday. So great to be here live in Los Angeles. It's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. we got weather that is uh, very disruptive here in Southern California um, and a lot of the Northern California. Be safe. There was nobody on the road when I was driving today. Keyshawn Johnson told me he drove in. He had his hazard lights on just driving to work so people could see him. There's water. It, we're having... It's like It's like... A biblical pineapple express where we're just getting eight inches of rain in a day and uh, the rivers are just uh, overflowing. It's, it is crazy. I thought you were going to fire up the hovercraft and come to work today. Like, it's it's that bad out there. Like, I mean, cars getting just stuck in water. Like, that's like tire level. It's bad. Yeah, it is. All right. We do it every Monday where Colin was right, where Colin was wrong. There's plenty of both. And here we go. Where Colin was right. Bill Belichick did not land any of the top eight jobs. And I said, if personnel decisions go through Bill, you can't hire him. Go to his last seven or eight drafts in New England when he had major pull. Almost all of them bad. He doesn't appear to be as collaborative as the McVeighs and the Shanahans or even the older Andy Reid. And I think collaboration is what everybody is looking for. That's why so many of these young coaches got hired. They work well with others. Where Colin was wrong. Well, on January 15th, I said Cliff Kingsbury's going to the Raiders. He did. And now he's no longer with the Raiders. <laughs> I thought it was finalized. It wasn't. Uh, it was a contract snafu he's going to washington for the record i think it's a great get by both the raiders and now it's a great get for washington don't understand the criticism i think he's one of the really sharp play callers in the nfl maybe he's not a head coach maybe he's not going to hold some guys accountable dan quinn will i love what washington did over the last three or four days 
where Colin was right. I said a month ago, I thought Jalen Brunson was the best star the New York Knicks had had since Patrick Ewing. He just got voted into the All-Star team. They're chanting MVP. He's averaging over 27 a game. They've won 9 of 10. I think the only weakness the Knicks have, and Julius Randle and OG were out, they feel like they need another score if Jalen Brunson's cold at the end of a game. But Brunson's intelligence, his toughness, he's got that Villanova DNA, right? Overlooked, tough kid, absolute leader, plays with intensity. You get the same performance every night. Love him. All of this is absolutely deserved. Where Colin was wrong. My initial reaction is the Kansas City Chiefs should be favored in the Super Bowl. And they were a two to a two and a half point dog, and they still are. Forget the Mahomes pretty situation. Andy Reid with extra time is a wizard. Uh, and I think Kansas City's defense is actually the best defense in this game. But Vegas knows something. The betters know something. Because I think Kansas City wins. And they're still, even the wise guys, San Francisco's still the favorite. Where Colin was right. Baker Mayfield, MVP of the uh, Pro Bowl games. I had said Friday of the three free agent quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins, Tannehill, or Baker, I thought he was the best available. He's the one I would sign. Seven years younger. I also said I'd sign him over Justin Fields. He's more consistent. I also said I'd take him over Russell Wilson if I had to pay Russell's contract. If you go look what Mayfield did in Tampa, he's become very predictable. Mid-90s passer rating, going to get 20, 22 touchdown passes. And oh, by the way, completes about 64% of his passes. I think he's matured. I think he's the best quarterback not in the draft on the market. Where Colin was wrong. Well, I've been preaching about this offensive revolution in football. And then there were eight coaching openings and five went to defensive coaches. <laughs> So the last 10 coaches in the Super Bowl have all been offense. Uh, overwhelmingly, the last, let's see, 32 playoff wins. 32 of the last, like, 40 playoff wins have come from offensive coaches. It's around there, 12 and 21, 12 and 22, 9 after the Super Bowl this year. But nobody's listening to me. Where Colin was right I've been saying this, college head coaching. There's a reason Chip Kelly's name is being bantied about. There's a reason Boston College head coach became a coordinator between the two recruiting periods, the transfer portal, and the NIL. It's no fun unless you're at a massive brand. You end up spending all your time recruiting your own players to stay. The coach that left Boston College said, there's just less time to coach football. It's all about the portal, the NIL. I want to coach football. College football has got to get this right. Saban, gone. Harbaugh, gone. Chip Kelly, rumored. I do not think this drip, drip, drip of coaches leaving college is going to end soon. Where Colin was wrong. Chris Mannix will join me in a couple of minutes. He had a story the Lakers should consider trading LeBron. I'm not sure I get it. He's their leading scorer, most consistent offensive player, and leading assist guy. Anthony Davis is a bellwether defender. Austin Reeves is good but hot and cold. I also think, and I'm not one of these gotta be loyal to everybody in sports, but he really saved, let's be honest, kind of a crumbling franchise that was really bad in the late Kobe Bryant's final several years. Uh, I can't wait to hear from Chris. There's a lot of noise out there about LeBron being traded at the deadline. We'll get to that in a second. Where Colin was wrong. Ben Johnson, I thought, was the best 
young coordinator on the market offensively, and I thought he was taking the Washington job. That's what people had said out east, and he passed on it. He passed the year before, apparently, on Carolina. It's possible. I heard he didn't interview well. It's also possible he's got coordinator DNA. Maybe he just wants to be a coordinator. Not everybody's meant to be the president. Some people are VPs. But a little surprise that Ben Johnson wouldn't take the gig. He probably argues, I like what I have in Detroit. This team's going nowhere. I've got a top 10 quarterback. And if I don't get Caleb Williams, what's the point of going? Or Herbert. Chargers, Harbaugh got it. What's the point of leaving? Colin Wright, Colin Wrong on a Monday. And with that, Senior Writer Sports Illustrated, our friend Chris Mannix joins us now live. So let's talk about the LeBron thing. He had a, a Knicks towel draped over his shoulder, which I thought was so LeBron, it was funny. Um, when you, Your takeaway is consider trading him, and give me a big why here. Why would you, why would you consider that? Well, Colin, all, all the things you said about you know, the positives of the Lakers are true. LeBron is playing great. Anthony Davis is playing great. Austin Reeves uh, is on a good stretch right now. And the Lakers over the last couple of games have played some of the best basketball they've played all season. In spite of that, they are in ninth place in the Western Conference, the most competitive Western Conference that we've seen maybe ever, certainly in the last couple of decades. So even with these guys playing at this level, they are a play-in team at the moment. So, look, I don't believe that LeBron is going to be traded. You know, Rich Paul came out and said last week, LeBron is not asking for a trade, and he's not going to be traded. And if you know the influence that Rich Paul has in that Lakers organization, you can take that effectively as gospel. My position is that if you're going into this trade deadline and you can't find a deal that – makes you significantly better for the final 30-plus games of the regular season and into the playoffs. You have to at least explore the possibility of a deal that might bring back a good young player in, say, Jonathan Kaminga, three first-round draft picks in a deal that could be had with the New York Knicks, or some creative deals with the Philadelphia 76ers. I think it is important for the Lakers to at least consider these options. So I watched them uh, and the Clippers hammer the Celtics. You know Boston well. Um, they had their starters uh, really flat. What am I supposed to do with a team that at home can get rolled? Is it just is it coaching? I don't. It, it's not considered one of the top four or five coaches. What do you make of Boston at home getting rolled by both LA teams? Yeah, the Laker game weird game, right? Like, they saw LeBron, they saw AD out, and they came out flat, whereas every person the Lakers put on the floor played brilliantly, from Austin Reeves to D'Angelo Russell. Everybody played good basketball uh, in that game. The Clipper game, I think, was more concerning. Yes, Kristaps Porzingis was not playing in that game for the Celtics, and he's instrumental to their success and what they do, especially uh, offensively. But the Clippers, I think, exposed some things. The lack of depth that the Celtics have. They're really six deep, and sometimes they go seven, maybe eight. Um, and the lack of athleticism, you know, especially with guys that are coming off the bench. You can expand it even further, Colin. You go back a couple of weeks, the other loss the Celtics had on their home floor was against Denver. And so if you're yeah. talking about a team that is looking to win a championship, Denver, the L.A. Clippers, these are the two teams that 
the Celtics are going to have to go through. So I think they have more than enough firepower to get through the Eastern Conference. I think their top six is legit. But when they get to a final series, what I learned from the Nuggets game and certainly from the Clippers game is that they may need to be proactive going into Thursday to add a a reliable seventh, eighth man to this rotation. So I want to talk about Joel Embiid's injury. So J-Mac is like, this is outrageous. He shouldn't be forced to play. And my take is the reason the NBA came out with this, you got to play 79% of your games or you won't get your bonuses, is because too many stars were taken off big Saturday and Friday games. It's not good for the fans. It's a turnoff. Whenever I see Embiid, Jokic, Giannis not playing, I mean, I've literally made decisions as a viewer. I'm not even going to the game. I'm not going to watch the game. What's the point? So where do you land on players' outrage that he felt like he was forced to play? Nobody's forced to play. And I think the team, you know, needs to take a bigger role when guys are actually hurt. You know, they shouldn't let guys go out there when they have injuries that could potentially get worse. All that being said, I I don't – I don't have the same level of outrage that some do at this 65-game threshold. I mean, missing 20% of the season should probably take you out of consideration for the top-level awards. Now, I personally, as an awards voter, usually make 60 games the threshold. If a guy's playing in the 50s, he's going to have to have an incredible season for me to consider him for All-NBA, for MVP, for any of the top – awards voting, but I don't consider 65 to be this outrageous number. Yes, this year it's been front and center because Joel Embiid has kind of forced himself out there, and now you have Tyrese Halliburton who missed a chunk of the season with that hamstring injury, and he could be ineligible for postseason awards because he might come in just under that 65-inch game threshold. These were all problems that the NBA was going to face, but – I I personally don't have a problem with creating this number as the threshold for award voting. Um, I got to ask you, it's so funny. The other night I went out and I sat down at a place and I was watching an NBA game and I looked to my right and it was Lawrence Frank of the Clippers. We sat there and talked for an hour and I said, man, did I miss on the James Harden deal? I didn't like it at all. And then over the last eight or nine games, I've watched you, and your offense, there's so much more fluidity. It just, the ball moves better. And I'm like, Terrence Mann, now Westbrook's off the bench. Are the Clippers a championship level? I mean, I got to be honest with you. They took it to the Celtics. I just missed on it. How do you view them right now? 100%. If they're not the favorite to win the championship in June, they are in a small group of teams that you would consider that. Um, I I missed on the James Harden deal as well. I I thought Harden would come in, and I thought he'd be effective, but I thought he'd be a net negative defensively. I thought his presence would eventually lead to the Clippers needing to part ways with Russell Westbrook because him being taken out of the rotation, taking on a reduced role, I thought that was going to be problematic. None of those things have come to fruition. They had a rough stretch at the very beginning as they tried to incorporate James Harden, but they have been – lights out since. And that's a credit to both the guys that I mentioned. One, James Harden, as he did in Philadelphia, let's be clear on that, has adapted his game to make it work playing opposite Paul George and opposite of Kawhi Leonard. He has been facilitator, first and foremost, with that group. Russell Westbrook did not sulk, did not, you know, throw a fit. He went out and accepted that sixth man role. And even though there's been some bumpy moments 
for Westbrook over the last couple of months. He has largely excelled in that role off the bench. The fact that these guys who have been pretty obstinate to change for most of their careers, guys that have been like, you know, I'm me, I'm going to do me, and that's kind of the way it's going to be. Yeah. They have adapted beautifully in this role for the Clippers. I think that's a big reason why L.A. is where they are. All right, Doc Rivers gets the Bucks job. And listen, I think the team is a bit flawed. They have a great interior player and a great exterior player, perimeter player. And I do think they needed the shot-making of Dame. Uh, they don't necessarily defend the wing at all. They're a bit old. Dame didn't make them younger. They're not as good defensively. Uh, I like them. I think they could make a move. I think they're exactly what I thought they would be with Dame. More explosive in the perimeter. Giannis is a star. Doc hasn't gotten off to a great start, but he just unpacked his bags about an hour ago. What do you make of the Doc joining the Bucks? A lot of people don't like it. He's always worked well with veterans. You covered him with Boston with all the old stars. What do you make of it? Yeah, I understood the move because if nothing else, Doc Rivers is pretty good in a locker room with star players. He's yeah. had some bumps along the way. The end in L.A. with Chris Paul wasn't great. The end in Philly with James Harden wasn't great. But to your point, he won a championship with three pretty big personalities in Boston, four really, if you include what Rajon Rondo was at that point. So he knows how to manage a locker room. The key for Milwaukee, though, Colin, is can they get their defense just serviceable? It doesn't need to be, and it can't be, a top-five defense. It do, it's not going to be that with Damian Lillard in the lineup. But if they can get it inside the top 15 to like 11, 12, 13th in defensive efficiency, their offense is going to be so good, especially down the stretch, that they're going to be able to pull out some uh, pull out big games. They're not, in my opinion, they're not going to be able to do that with the roster they currently have. That's why John Horst and that front office is among the most aggressive over the last you know 24, 48 hours to try to get help on that perimeter. They are in the mix for a guy like Dejounte Murray. They are in the mix for Dorian Finney-Smith in Brooklyn, uh, for Royce O'Neal in Brooklyn. They are trying to get their hands on some kind of perimeter defender because they are so good at the rim with Brooke Lopez and Giannis Tendacumpo. They just need some line of defense on the perimeter that's better than Lillard, Chris Middleton, right. Malik Beasley. If they can get one of those guys, that defense, I think, will be shored up enough to make them a contender. Hey, by the way, I want to circle back to Embiid. So I thought he was the closest thing I've ever seen to Shaq. A uh, little better from the perimeter, but I mean, he just, the ability to put it on the floor, overpower people, has a little bit of a finesse game. There's a lot of things here. If Embiid never gets to a finals, uh, post-injury, he's an all-star player, but this sort of, you know, the knock is he can't win a second playoff series. What is his legacy? Is he an all-time 30 player? I don't see it, but I, there's a, he's got a lot of fans what do you make if he never returns to his level or never gets to a final? What is he historically? Yeah, it's a good question because it's not like Joel Embiid has not had the talent around him to get to at least a conference final. That's right. I mean, the team with the team with Ben Simmons should have beaten that Atlanta Hawks team a few years ago. The team last year, up 3-2 at home, should have beaten the Boston Celtics. Now, the blame pie is big on all of those. Ben Simmons gets some. Harden, Doc Rivers gets some. But Joel Embiid, if you look at some of these performances, especially down the stretch in Game 6 last year, in Game 7 where the Sixers laid an egg, he has played a big part in their demise. So 
I, you know, I, I can't make a list right now, but I wouldn't put him in as a top 30 player, despite all the accolades and all the uh, individual success, because you have to at least get your team yeah. into a conference finals when you have a team around you that's capable of getting there. Yeah, I mean, Shaq's got titles, and Akeem's got titles, and Russell has titles, and Wilt has titles, and Kareem has titles. So if you're, if you're, you know, he, he kind of, now he's more offensively gifted, but there's sort of a, a Bob Lanier kind of feel like, we all know he's great, and they don't have games that match, but I, I grew up with Bob Lanier, and I was like, oh, he was always a great center, but if you don't give me a trophy, you're just a really talented guy, mm-hmm who played around guys who got titles. So I, I, I do think it really matters for all-time bigs. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated. As always, buddy, great seeing you. You too, Colin. Yeah, I mean, if, if you start listing all-time great centers, they've all got trophies. Most of them have multiple. The first great one I ever saw was Wilt. That was like 72. I don't remember the Milwaukee year because I started watching TV in 1972. <laughs> I, I, rem- I re- literally remember watching TV in that year because I remember the Super Bowl, Washington, yeah, yeah, and Miami. Every Cincinnati Reds game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 75. <laughs> so it was I, the first great one I saw was Wilt, but he was old <clears throat> Wilt. And then there was Kareem. Jabbar, dominant. The best to me. And then they there, out, didn't they outlaw the dunk in college basketball because of it? Like, here's, I mean, how, here's how good Kareem was. Lou Alcindor at the time went to UCLA. UCLA was the national champions. The basketball team was the national champions. He goes to UCLA. The freshman team beat them. <laughs> that's how, and that, that's when UCLA had like all NBA guys yeah. or four NBA guys. Uh, and then I think Akeem and Shaq. Akeem beat Shaq head to head, but Shaq's probably more gifted. Uh, I think you have to throw Duncan, well, although wait, he's wait, a wait, four wait. or five. Duncan's an all-time big. Wait, Shaq more gifted than Elijah? I thought it was the opposite. Like Shaq's more powerful, but Elijah well, was so sweet with the feet. Well, and the but footwork. Shaq could dribble the ball up the floor. Shaq had. Shaq right. had. Well, that's just they're both great. And then I give Duncan, him the not over Elijah. Give me here. the greatest center ever without a trophy. I know I threw out Bob Lanier. Patrick Ewing. He's in the class. He's up there. Am I? No, go look up Bob Lanier. What Bob oh, was about? Come on, Bob Lanier's not. Well, 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 he's a very good pistol. Very good. Yeah, yeah. He, he's no, he's no Patrick feet. Ewing. Let's be real. He's no Patrick Ewing. Okay. Uh, I think Bob Lanier is. Yao Ming. Is he an all-time great? No. He's, I just felt like throwing out a basketball name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. He could be. I don't. I don't think he is. One more herd. The herd streams twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, within the iHeartRadio app. Search her to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD, H-E-R-D. New customers can bet 5 bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code HERD, H-E-R-D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, best of all, it's on your terms. 
You make every play. You call every shot. From choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest. GainBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. 40%. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money. Reliable returns. Take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Change the game. Get started today. As little as $1,000 at GainBridge.io. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. For hot water that never runs out, go tankless. Go to tanklessmadesimple.com. It's called a Navian. Tankless hot water, local rebates thrown in as well. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. You know, we're, we're now eight days out from the Ravens. Eight. Totally d- d- disastrous performance against the Chiefs. Uh, Lamar's going to win the MVP. They were the number one seed and another playoff failure for Lamar Jackson. Well, John Harbaugh says Lamar will have a major role in continuing to evolve the team's offense. Hmm. If Lamar's a driver, he's got to be involved in the setup of the car even more. Those are things that are on his mind, you know, and those are things that he's going to be involved with the staff talking about. You know, I'm excited about that. He wants to do it, uh, you know, and we, he's just into it, man. He's really into it. In my opinion, he's, the, he's there's nobody better in this league, especially nobody better for the Baltimore Ravens and for this organization, for this city, and, uh, and just from a historical perspective. I'm excited about the future. Take out Patrick Mahomes. Lamar's in the Super Bowl. (laughs) Patrick Mahomes has ended a lot of seasons. Josh Allen without Patrick Mahomes. Super Bowl. Lamar's still a top six quarterback. It's hard to beat Mahomes. And also the most underrated defense in the league. Yeah, we get it. He's a top six quarterback. So I'll ask you a pointed question. Yeah. Why does he continue to fail in the postseason? Like Peyton Manning's first four years in the league? Okay. I think it's hard to beat it Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. They were at home and they I were favored. It, well, I think it's very hard to beat Belichick and Brady. Okay, then what's the excuse against the Titans when they were home and favored? They lost. Like, I mean, we, I get it, but if we're going to hold Brock Purdy's feet to the fire well, yeah, but and, and blame all these Brock other quarterbacks. Purdy was the last player taken. Lamar's going to be the MVP. It's been established. He's really, really special. That's a different it, classification. In the regular season, well, Lamar's been special. Well, yes. You have to remember, you only play a couple of playoff That's games. That's the problem. He got good in He didn't have to play a first playoff game because they had a bye. It's probably a good thing. You might have lost it. Well, Listen, they, I'm not crushing in the Lamar, better just, conference, he earned a bye. That's pretty impressive. That's very good. I, again, 
okay, what do you want to do? Move him? No, thanks. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's okay to question. I know everybody loves Lamar, and I like him, too. Like... Come on, dude. He's got. He couldn't do a damn thing against a the Chiefs of, at home. A lot of golfers would have four, five more majors if there was no Tiger Woods. Individual sport. Don't want to hear about it. A lot, next, of, a lot of guys in the East would have been to the finals if there was no LeBron James. Mahomes is the greatest player ever, arguably, to play the position. I don't disagree. Brady. Just think about Brady and Mahomes. Look at the last 10 years of Big Ben's career. Nothing. Okay, fine. So we'll, we'll call Lamar Jackson Patrick Ewing. Uh, he could have got to the finals a lot, if not for Jordan. Okay. And then Ewing's, Jordan, Jordan well, quits the basketball. I have no problem And Ewing goes to the finals. I and have then, you know, no goes. problem. And okay. Lamar will be a Hall of Famer and Ewing's a Hall of Famer. Lamar now. will probably be a Hall of Famer. Just, yes. You know, playoff. If you win two MVPs, he's probably got another one in the uh, in the books eventually. My, my takeaway is... He'll trade, him for, he'll trade him for a Super Bowl trip. If you look... At, you know, you take out a handful of directors in Hollywood and writers, the top 1%, I mean, yesterday, Taylor Swift's winning everything. Yeah, a lot of talented people that don't take home anything because of Taylor Swift, a friend of the show. Anywho. <laughs> Is he a friend? Officially a friend. My mother-in-law texted me, boy, that was some take Colin had on, on Taylor Swift. I was like, you're not watching. She's like, my friend saw it on The View. I was like, What? Dude, you made the view. We are transcending TV. Well, that's you. I I can't take any credit for that, and you know I would take credit. Next up, Buffalo Bills. Uh, they got eliminated by the Chiefs. Another team that Patrick Mahomes dispatched. Well, Stephon Diggs has not spoken to the media uh, until he broke his silence uh, this weekend at the Pro Bowl when he was asked if he was optimistic about returning to Buffalo next season. He said, "Obviously, there's a lot of changes going on. I can't tell what the future holds." I'm ready to go no matter which way it goes. Doesn't sound like a guy who's staying in Buffalo. Well, it's, it's very complicated because they're going to have a big cap hit if they don't move him at the right time. And, you know, there's a market Again, for him. Josh Allen, like Lamar Jackson. Great. There's a guy named Mahomes in the way. Yeah. By the way, Mahomes had Tyreek Hill. And then guess what? Mahomes had to get paid and everybody else got to get paid. And Tyreek Hill said, bye bye. I think Stephon Diggs is probably done. Well, it, unless it, he takes a massive pay cut, right? You're not going to do that. That's not why it. would he? You just go go to Carolina and eat from Bryce Young. And I, if I was Carolina, I'd absolutely. By the way, if I was Houston, if you could give well C.J. Stroud a one, and then all these guys, Tank Dell, uh, Nico Collins. He, he, my only thing is, I don't want to come off as a Diggs hater. A bit. I don't, can I say diva? I mean, honestly, he's had several incidents in Buffalo. He's, Do you if he's want a him diva, with, he's a low end diva. He's a lower than Odell Beckham was with Baker. Fair or To or whoever. Yeah, yeah I, he's I don't not at see, that level. I don't see a lot of diva with him. I don't. I, I don't. Devonte Adams is outspoken. I don't consider no, no, him no, a no. diva. Devonte Adams is not not even close. To yeah, but I mean, he's outspoken. Well, I, I don't do you think. Forget he's, what happened last year. First day of camp or whatever. Diggs is there. Diggs is there. And then Diggs is not practicing with the team. And McDermott's like, yeah, he's here somewhere. Well, and he was gone. He left. Like, yeah, this stuff doesn't happen. Come on, yeah, man. I had a couple bad days. Players have a right to you be emotional. You are so friendly today. You're just no, like, I'm just saying. Days, hey. I'm, I'm saying I've seen divas. Okay, I've seen a lot of receiver divas. Stephon Diggs is way low end. Low end. Okay. Way low end. He's not quite low maintenance, but. I wouldn't say he's low maintenance, but I. I got news for you. Most performers are not low maintenance. You watched the Grammys last night? Not a lot of low maintenance. 
<laughs> you guys can't see it, but Cowherd's looking in a mirror talking about performers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final story. Uh, oh, yeah, so the Raiders, you know, look like they had their guy in Cliff Kingsbury. Then he bails in, I'm sure, I, w- I want to see the uh, the big profile on what happened there. Anyways, sounds like Vegas has pivoted, Colin, and they're expected to hire, wait for it, former Bears OC, Luke Getze. Now, We've talked about Justin Fields' emergence this year with Getze. Look better. I think Getze Justin good. Fields on the market. Do we think Justin Fields maybe is now in play for the Raiders who don't have a quarterback? I think you could certainly argue that. I think Luke Getze is more than capable. I think Justin does have a market. I think it's the Raiders. I think it's Atlanta. You have everybody outside of the Chiefs in on him. Robust. But I think, Robust. Yeah, you've got the Cincinnati Robust. lined up in the Rams. I have Atlanta, and the Raiders are interesting. Raiders have the 13th pick. So, I got to tell you something. You think I'm crazy on this? Baker Mayfield makes a lot of sense for the Raiders. I don't think he's leaving Tampa. But anyways, Bo Nix or Justin Fields? I would start over with Bo Nix because I get my. Well, I I don't want to pay Justin Fields three and twelve in division, ten and twenty eight. You can tell me winning's not a quarterback stat. It is. Can't you Jordan love him? Do that deal that the Packers did where we're, like, oh, we're not going to do this, but we're going to change yeah, it. If, if I could give bit. him a really, really lower than Jordan Love's deal. Because Jordan Love looks better significantly. Jordan Love was like a bet on yourself deal. Bet on himself and he's going to get paid. Yeah. So tell Justin Fields that. I, you could. I think he's got a market. It's just, I think the Raiders are one of the more interesting teams. Because to get, my, my thing is if the Raiders don't move up. My guess is they'd get Bo Nix. And I think Bo Nix is really, really has You're a chance to be good. So what about Penix? He's falling off for you, huh? Because of the injuries, Penix will go down later. Yeah, we know. But I can't believe he'd fall out of the first let round. Me, let me uh, too talented. a team out there. They got rid of their coach. They don't have a quarterback. And they're starting over. The New England Patriots. Do they take a quarterback at three or... Do they say, hey, we, no, we, can't, they, we they, can't be awful no, again? They, they've got to get much more dynamic at quarterback. They so no to. Justin Fields? No, I'd start the clock over, spend some money, you know, get get the number three player, probably Jaden Daniels will probably be it, who I like. I don't like a little thin, a little slight for my taste, but he's talented. Feel like J.J. McCarthy's a little slight. I don't want to pay. I'd rather just start over, even though I think Justin may have more talent and blankety, blankety, blankety. I want to start over. I want cap space. By the way, you said uh, J.J. McCarthy. One of the rare smart guys on social media said to me, hey, what about J.J. McCarthy going to Seattle to reunite with McDonald, who was in Baltimore and before that in Michigan, and knows Harbaugh well, probably knows McCarthy as well as I anybody. think that's very... In- now, Seattle drafts what? About I don't know. 15th, 18th, something they, like that? It's, yeah, close to the uh, Yeah, 20. I think that's... I, mean, I don't think Seattle has any needs outside of quarterback. I think they're ready to win if they get the right quarterback. I really do. They got the right coach. I think I think so. I know. Mm-hmm. Defensive guy you don't love. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Cliff Kingsbury's got everybody worked up. Talk about that. And the Commanders. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast. And every week, we will have on leaders from sports, entertainment, like Sean McVay, 
Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity. To get to the top, we've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. Hi, it's The Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code HER, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. Best of all, it's on your terms. You make every play. You call every shot. From choosing trusted financial products to deciding how much and how long to invest. GainBridge puts the power in your hands. No wonder they've earned the trust of 40%. Repeat customers. 40%. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money. Reliable returns. Take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Change the game. Get started today. As little as $1,000 at GainBridge.io. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Saturday on Fox Primetime Hoops, two rivals collide as Indiana takes on second-ranked Purdue. It all tips off Saturday at 8 Eastern on Fox Primetime Hoops. A lot of the people think uh, Kansas... UConn and Purdue. Those are your locks for the Final Four. Don't tell anyone I'm fading Kansas tonight. K-State, baby. Plus five. I, I don't trust Big Ten teams in the tournament. 
they win the first game or two. They don't win in the end. I don't. Purdue's got a dominant player. So. That's fair. Uh, so yesterday, uh, Cliff Kingsbury went to Washington, and uh, we had called that on social media about a day before it was uh, finalized. I had a pretty good source call and say Cliff's in. Uh, and I think it's a great fit. I think he's a really good coach um, and a terrific coordinator and play caller. Whether or not he'll work in the NFL as a head coach, he did get Arizona to the playoffs. So it's amazing the standard we hold to people. Uh, you all still love Nick Sariani, and this year was a disaster. That's a great organization. Cliff Kingsbury got Arizona, not a good organization, to the playoffs in a division with Sean McVay, Shanahan, and Pete Carroll. He can coach but he's probably better served as a college coach or a great OC in the NFL. So he got the job and everybody freaked out. Oh, Caleb Williams going to Washington. No, not really. Sometimes something is exactly what it is, which is he wanted to go to the Raiders. He signed with the Raiders, but they got a disagreement over years, and Washington said, we'll give you a third year. And so he's like, okay. Dan Quinn's got more experience of succeeding as a head coach than Antonio Pierce. He said, all right, I'm a West Coast guy. I'll go East. That's it. Listen, I know where, where conspiracy theories start is when something looks like it could be true. Uh, moon landing, fake. No, Hollywood does a really good job making space movies. Apollo 13, great. Martian looked like Mars. Um, this is just a guy that wanted a three-year deal and the Raiders wouldn't provide it. Uh, I think he's an excellent coach, and Lincoln Riley had him on the staff this year and talked about Cliff Kingsbury. I think the energy um, and confidence level that he brings uh, to the staff, that he brings to the players that he's around, um, he's, he's got really got an infectious energy about him and, and always has been. And a guy that's just very, very impactful. And I think about, you know, Coach Quinn and those guys going out to Washington to restart that thing. And, and I think Cliff is the perfect guy to, to bring along with him uh, because he's going to bring that and he's going to bring, as you said, a a pedigree and a proven track record of success. And um, I think it's going to be, I, I agree. I think it's a great fit. I think he and Coach Quinn will work really, really well together. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I saw Mark May said uh, they sat in their hands and look what they got, Dan Quinn. I think Dan Quinn was the second best hire of the coaching cycle. I think the best was Harbaugh. That's going to work. And I think Dan Quinn should work. Ton of cap space. They'll fix the O line. They'll get the second best quarterback. Uh, and rich owner. Cap space, winnable division. I'm with J-Mac. Washington, I think, if they get the right quarterback, could be one of the most improved teams in the NFL. They're going to buy their way to success because they're going to clean up the old line. They've got backs. They've got receivers. They've got some defenders we like. I think they got it, – it's pretty good club. Um, the other thing is, you know, people now, Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb Williams are tight. Earlier today, we showed you the Instagram post by Caleb Williams uh, congratulating uh, Cliff Kingsbury on it. Listen, Chicago has the number one pick, and they're going to take Caleb Williams, and they should. And Caleb and his camp told me last week they're going to go where they're picked. They're, they're not here to you know push off bad vibes, uh, leverage people. They're going to go where they're picked. Is Chicago a perfect place to go? No. They've had 13 offensive coordinators in 26 years. They've never had a quarterback in the history of the franchise throw for 30-plus touchdowns. Green Bay's had 17 different times that's happened. I think 17. It could be more. So I don't think Chicago's perfect. They have a lame duck coach, the only defensive coach in their division, who starts slowly, and he's done. So it's not where you want to go. I think it's an operation in Chicago that is really the worst historic offensive operation in the sport.
They've had some great defenses and, and great players on the defensive side, but they just can't get offense right. In terms of Caleb Williams, he's phenomenal. Yes, he's emotional. Here was Lincoln Riley earlier on the number one pick. I would rather a guy, you know, care too much than not enough. And, and Caleb is a tremendous competitor. Uh, he really wants to win. Uh, he does wear his emotions on his sleeve, but he, he is who he is, and he's he's – He's confident in his own skin, and I think as a quarterback and as a, a potential leader of a franchise, you want somebody that is that, that's not trying to be somebody else that they're not. There's a lot lot left in front of him. I mean, he's in the last four years, he's played two and a half years of football. Um, he's got so much more to, to learn, so much more room to grow. I think him getting in the right situation with the right coaches, the right kind of development will be key because he's obviously got the ability. He's got the desire to be great. He's got the competitiveness. Um, so now all he needs is a great situation, and I believe he'll truly take off. For the record, I was told about a year ago, so Kingsbury has coached Baker Mayfield in college, Kyler Murray in the pros, Patrick Mahomes in college, and Caleb Williams. And Cliff Kingsbury had told people that I knew – he thought Caleb was the most talented. Now, Mahomes was crazy, wild, fun, but he wasn't real refined. Even in Kansas City, he goes there, they clean him up. But, you know, Caleb's a remarkable player. And there's, there's just a lot of talk about, oh, Kingsbury, Caleb. Chicago's got the number one pick, and they're going to pick him. So that's where he's going to go. And I, I, I don't know the package. There's not a consensus on who the second quarterback is. I think it's Drake May because of the body type. He moves big arm, but he's inconsistent. I think J.J. McCarthy's slight. I think uh, Jaden Daniels is slight. I don't love that build. Bryce Young looks slight and overwhelmed. I think Bo Nix is underrated. I think Michael Penix throws maybe the prettiest ball. But I think I, 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 I cannot see Chicago trading down. I don't even know what the pack would. If I ran the Bears, and I, ha I would want three number ones, three number twos, and a star player. And that's if my guys like Drake May. If my scouts liked him. If they didn't, I wouldn't make the deal. I, I would want I would want to be I would want literally I that's I I think that's the package I'd want. Maybe unrealistic, but when you're an Elway level once in a generation prospect, doesn't guarantee anything. Andrew Luck got hurt, career over, but he's pretty good. J Mac James Jones joins us in the last hour. You're getting all fired up for the Super Bowl. You don't feel it quite yet. Not quite yet. I, I, I'm very excited. Um, can I go back to your take just a moment ago about the, this Caleb Williams thing? Listen, I like Caleb like you. I think yeah. he's, he's going to be very good. But I've been workshopping this take where if you look back at the last, I don't know, let's just take this century, 23 years of quarterbacks, more often than not, the first quarterback taken does not end up the best quarterback in the NFL. No question. And it's weird because you go to a crappy franchise or one that struggled to, you know, build around a good quarterback – and things have not totally panned out. But now, I, of course, there's some right. you know outliers. But I, I would argue there's been about six quarterbacks that there was a consensus they were amazing. Let's start with Elway. There was a con I again. This is a long time ago. I can remember Elway, the Elway family, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence, and Caleb. There's no bus in that. Now there've been a lot of number one picks. I mean, Jamarcus Russell. I can remember talking to people. They're like, this is not going to work. But, I mean, to me, the best prospects, like where everybody's like, yeah, that's going to work. Because Marino dropped. Marino now, one year into the league, everybody went, oh, Marino's outrageous. But he dropped. There were some concerns off the field. Aaron's great. He dropped. But I'm talking people that said, can't miss. Peyton, Luck, Trevor, Elway, Caleb. 
There's not a lot. I mean, when you go to the greatest baseball prospects, Bryce Harper was literally on the cover of SI at 16. Tiger Woods literally at 12 had an agent. Generally, if but, there's a can't he miss. Not, he's not in that category. I think he is. Tiger Woods? Come on, man. No, no I'm, saying, I'm saying he's in Andrew Luck's category. He's in Trevor Lawrence's category. Okay, listen, I'm a big Andrew Luck honk. I know you are. What did that guy? What well, again, guy? he went three years in a row. Yes, to start his career. Went 11 and 5, 11 and 5, 11 and 5. Okay. With an awful roster. He got to an AFC championship okay, game. I know, but when you're talking can't miss, it's like I need Super Bowl trips and rings. Well, when your liver By the way, Elway was amazing, failed in Super Bowls, and got Terrell Davis. He's pretty and, good. and he wins two at the end. Like when he at the very end of his career. Was, it ain't easy, man. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying I'm not I'm not totally done with the Drake May Caleb Williams discussion. I think we got a little bit of work to do here. Right. I'm done with it, but that's okay. <laughs> Hour three next. <laughs> hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's Wee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.